sometimes you just need a little spiritual guidance to help get your life back together. It can be compared to mosaic art. Many little pieces that come together to form something beautiful. Welcome to the Mosaic Garden. Your host is Mosaic Shaman, Christy Ellen. Christy and her guests are here to ensure that your life is just as you deserve it to be. Happy. Now, here's your host, Christy Ellen. Well, welcome to the Mosaic Gardens. This is Christy Ellen, the Mosaic Shaman. I'm so glad to be here with you today, and I'm glad you're joining me to talk about true beauty. That's what our show is going to be about today, the true beauty within and what that means. So when you look in the mirror, do you see that loving, beautiful being that's looking back at you? When you wake up in the morning and you go in and you're getting ready for the day, do you see that person looking back and say, oh my God, I'm so glad you're here. You're so beautiful. Is that what you're seeing? Because if not, then you're not seeing the true, true self that you really, really are. Remember, we talked many times about you being a spiritual being and having an earthly experience and the importance of that. If you know who you really, really, truly are, you would look at that person and be so divinely blessed to be here at this time in this world having an experience and see the divine beauty that reflects back to you in the mirror. That true, true beauty. So, We have um, been talking about many things, and um, we've been talking about awareness and education and action and follow-through and just going out and getting the support you need. Now, the support we're going to talk about today is the support that comes from within you. You've got to be your biggest cheerleader, the biggest support for yourself in order to move into that divine purpose for which you came to be. I am I get up in the morning and I do my morning routine. I listen to inspiring speakers. And uh, one of the people I've been listening to a lot lately is Jim Carrey. I just think he has so much to share. And he was talking about one of his quotes is that you are the light that shines through all else is just smoky mirrors. You are. You are that light. We are the light that shines through. And anything that you're seeing that isn't that divine beauty of who you are is what he's calling smoky mirrors. It's when we were talking about taking the masks off, letting the masks down, to see the divine beauty of who you really are. To know that if you knew who you were, nothing, nothing would stop you from moving forward. It's um, the distraction that is truly compelling, that distraction of what you're looking in the mirror. I, I know that there are days that I wake up and I just feel so inspired. And I get up and I get my clothes on and I go out in the world and I just feel like I am on top of the world. And those days people look back at me and they say, oh my gosh, you look so nice today. And I feel it. I feel it internally inside. And yet there are those days that I wake up and I look in the mirror and I don't see her. I, I just don't feel good. I don't know why. Maybe there's been a change in how I feel about myself. Maybe I've got a little flaw, like a pimple, something that's going on that's stopping me from seeing my beauty. And I go out and I get back exactly what I'm putting out. So when I go out into the world, I get that reflection back that people don't really want to make eye contact with me and and I get things that just don't go right for the day that happened. And um, 
I want to ask what's the difference because that same woman is standing in front of the mirror each day and I wanted to find out why I saw something different every time I looked in the mirror. I remember um, just having a comment with a friend lately and said just uh, this new awareness and understanding that I want to see that woman that other people see when they when those people who support me and tell me where I'm at and what I'm doing. I want to see her. I want to meet her. So I've made it my new um, challenge to myself is to meet her, to meet this beautiful divine woman, the one that wakes up and goes, on, I'm on top of the world. I can make this happen. And I'm actually going to ask you if you'd be willing to go out and meet that divine woman, a divine man, divine being inside of you, that you'd be willing to look in the mirror and meet that beautiful person. And this is what we're going to do. We're going to we're going to take these affirmations to the mirror. So I'm going to repeat them, and then I want you to repeat them back. And you can write your own, but these are the ones that I have decided that I'm going to start telling myself that new story. Because whatever I tell myself becomes real, right? Whatever I tell myself is the story that I'm going to be living by. Because all thoughts that come into my head don't, aren't right. All thoughts that come into my head aren't just... I'm not just going to take him for face value and say I had this thought so it's it's the truth now for me because just because I think it doesn't make it real. So I have decided to create thoughts and this is an important thing I want you to hear. I've decided to create thoughts that are going to inspire me and create this beautiful being of light that I truly am that I can meet her and see her every day. Because when we get out of bed, we choose love or we choose fear. And love is going to change this world. Fear is not. Fear is going to set up blocks. It's going to stop us from creating the beautiful divine world that we want. And we are all part of that beautiful divine world. Just like the garden and the flowers. We're that beautiful flower that's shining. So I want to see that. I want to see who she really is, this divine being. So in the morning, when I'm looking at the mirror, I am saying, I am beautiful. I am worthy. I am a divine being of love and light, and I am successful. I am a powerful creator. I'm divinely blessed, and I am that I am. So let's say this together. I am beautiful. I want you to say that. Really feel it. I am beautiful. You are the I am. You are beautiful. I am beautiful. And if your brain just can't quite grip I had it on to that right yet. Say, I am willing to believe that I am beautiful. I am beautiful. I am worthy. I am worthy. I am worthy. I am a divine being of love and light. Repeat that. I am a divine being of love and light. I am successful. I am successful. I am powerful. I am a powerful creator. I am a powerful creator. I create amazing things and so do you. You are a powerful creator. I am a powerful creator. I am divinely blessed and I am that I am. These are the things that I share with my clients. These affirmations, these declarations, whatever you want to call them, these beautiful visions of who you are, are one of the first steps in creating that divine, inspiring life that you are here to lead and to share with the world. So 
I'm going to ask you to go and do something. I'm going to ask you to go to my email for a free gift. Now, this isn't the gift that we're giving on the banner. It's a, The gift on the banner is amazing, too. It's a video for a schematic healing. This is a gift that I'm going to give to you for just going in to healingart.kp at gmail. And I'm going to send you one of the techniques and action steps that I give my clients. This technique and action step, when applied, will change your life. I guarantee it. If you apply it and use it, and they say 66 days now, they're saying, to change a pattern, to create a new pattern in your life. So if you will do this action step that you'll get when you go to healingart.kp at gmail. This is my gmail address. And I will send this to you. And you will be able to have this technique and action step that will change your life. So, we're going to be talking today about that true beauty within. And I quoted some things that Oprah, she's another one of my inspirations, I just love her, that said that one of the things she struggled with was her weight issue. And this amazing, beautiful woman that is creating, she's an inspiration to me has the same issue that I have. I like that because sometimes I work with my weight issue and I work with my appearance issue. And this all comes from this magazine idea of what we're supposed to look like. Society says it should look like this and you should weigh this way and you should have this kind of body shape. And I want to throw that all out because we as normal people living in this world have different body shapes, different eye shapes, different colors, different everything that makes us a mosaic. It makes us this beautiful piece of mosaic that intricately comes into everything that we are. So I'm going to um, address that today. That's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about all of these things that these stories that have been put out there that aren't really who we are. And one of the stories I wanted to share was, it was a little personal, and I kind of thought about it today, whether I shared it or not, and I decided it was truly important for where we're going with our conversation. So a few years back, I went to a hot springs, and it was a clothes optional hot springs. Now, I have a birthmark, and that birthmark is actually on my breast. So no one sees it. I know it's there. It does affect my intimate relationships sometimes because I felt like it just wasn't being, I wasn't perfect. I wasn't perfect. Now, I went to these hot springs and they were clothes optional and I went down in my swimming suit and no one else was wearing one. And I thought, well, this is a great opportunity. Now, whether or not you have issues around nudity in hot springs or not, listen to the story, please, the content of the story. So I decided that it was a good opportunity for me to walk through this fear. So I decided to come out at night. I would go at night. No one was there. And I got into hot springs and I, you know, and I was feeling really good because I'd actually told someone earlier that was telling me about these hot springs and his, his bias about that. Oh, just get over yourself and go get in the hot springs. So I went at night. And then he asked me the next day if I did this in the daytime. So I started thinking I've got to walk my talk. So I'm going to go down in the daytime. And everyone else was in workshops, and so the, the springs were open, and no one was there. And I thought, well, I'll go by myself, and there's seven pools. And so I went down there, and I got in the hot springs. And sure enough, here came some people. And they decided to get in the pool with me because this was an experience that my heart self wanted me to get over. And I wasn't going to get out of the pool because as long as I'm in the water, no one can see anything. But then after 45 minutes, I'm getting 
hot, uh, like I, I'm, I'm starting to overheat and I've got to get out and I've got to get out of this pool. And um, so I, they decided they were going to get up and leave. And I thought, thank you. Thank you. Lord. Now I can get out of the pool. But before they left, they wanted a hug. Now, there was two things I learned here. No one said anything about my differences and no one cared that I was naked. This, this thing was not about that. It was about connecting with a, the human soul. And I gave these people a hug and they left. Well, that was so inspiring for me that I it's just like I, I walked through this fear and I was able to go to the hot springs the rest of the trip there and not think anything about it. Well, the story gets a little better because a week later, I go to another hot springs in Colorado where clothes were optional as well. And I decided to go ahead and just go without my clothes because I felt so good with who I was. And I got in the pool and I was soaking in and I was floating around and this beautiful woman came down to the pool with her, hus- her husband, her loved one. And when she came to the pool, I could see this connection these two people had. It was so, he was so gentle and sweet with her and it was so divinely beautiful. This woman had had a, had a double mastectomy and she didn't have any breasts anymore. And I thought, how could I be so ashamed of one little thing about myself and not be in gratitude of what I still had? And I learned from that experience to truly love who I was and my, and my, my beautiful breasts. And my beautiful being. Now, today on the show, I'm going to bring another very beautiful person in. Her name is Crystal Hodges. Crystal is a 25-year-old blogger. And due to her facial differences, which is a port wine birthmark, she was turned into a Mimi and went viral to over 30 million people around the world on Facebook. And then she decided to take that experience and using humor and real life experience, Crystal has a powerful story of confidence and acceptance, encouraging others to treat others with kindness, no matter what they look like or don't look like. And she goes around and shares her story all over the world to people now. She's teaching in schools. And I was so excited to see her and to have her there to know that she could actually come on my show and inspire others. So I'm so excited we're going to talk to her just in a few minutes. And a couple of one of the quotes I just wanted to leave you with is Jim Carrey said, to find the real peace, you have to let go of the armor. You need for to let go of acceptance and you can because in acceptance and wanting others to accept you, that'll make you visible invisible in the world. Being seen in all your glory is the important part of moving forward. He was worried about going out into the world and doing something bigger himself, than himself until somebody smarter helped him realize that there is nothing bigger than yourself. You are the gift. There is nothing bigger than you. And you are here to share a meaning to the world. Do not let others' opinions of what you're supposed to look like and what your appearance is supposed to be stop you from sharing that divine gift that you are here to share, to step through your fear and do something amazing in the world, and to see that you are the divine, beautiful being that I see, that I feel from you, that I see everywhere I go. When I look at people, I see their divine beauty. I see who they really are. And I want to see who I really am so that I can be a bigger contribution to the world. In order to do that, I have to walk through the challenges of this misconceived idea that I am not perfect. 
and that I am not beautiful. Please let go of that misconceived idea that you are not perfect and you are not beautiful because you are. You are this beautiful being of love and light, and I want you to share your message with the world. So we're going to take a break now, and when we come back, we're going to talk with Crystal Hodges and her inspirational story of what she's sharing with the world. Thank you for being with me here today, and thank you for allowing us to share this. And return back in just a few minutes to welcome the Mosaic Gardens. Thank you. This is Christy Allen, the Mosaic Shaman. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Being Here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern-day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration which opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss Being Here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern with Ariel and Shia Kane, right here on the 7th Wave Network. Are you a spiritual seeker? Have you always pondered the deeper questions in life? Have you looked at many spiritual paths and found some answers, but are looking for more? The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse, brings you each week practical spiritual teachings and tools that promote self-mastery, higher consciousness, and the opportunity to connect with the Ascended Masters. Join Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy as we explore the universe of spirituality. Live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the 7th Wave Channel. We all want peace. We all desire a more meaningful life. We work hard to achieve these things, but at what avail? The key is authentic living with Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of the great spiritual experts of today and will provide wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your own I am. Your authenticity can give you miraculous gifts, but you have to know how to get there. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the 7th Wave Network. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. This is Welcome to the Mosaic Garden with Christy Ellen. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or you may send an email to healingart.com. Dot kp at gmail.com now back to welcome to the mosaic garden welcome back to the mosaic garden this is christiane the mosaic shaman we are talking about true beauty today and risk being seen in all your glory is something that this beautiful woman that i'm bringing on the show today crystal hodges has done she um, has inspired me. I, I, I saw a post on Facebook about her, and I was so excited to be able to have her on the show. Welcome, Crystal. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. appreciate that. Yeah, it's, it's always inspiring when we see people that are doing um, inspiring things to change the world, and I believe, truly believe you are one of those people. Um, so you, um, I w- I'd just like to know what started this process 
this uh, awareness of beauty and differences that you decided. What what was your experience that brought you to doing the blog? Um, well, I had started my blog actually in 2011, and it was basically just going to be family stuff, traveling. I mean, it's literally the travelinchick.com. Um, so it was supposed to be about overseas adventures. Um, but when I was a kid, I had treatments on my birthmark to maintain the health of it because if I don't have treatments, um, I can have other health complications. And But I, started, I stopped having the treatments when I was 11, and when I was about 19 or so, I decided it was time to go back. And so I told my mom, like, hey, I want to go back. And so we did, and I forgot when I had the treatments as a kid. Um, that was before the social media era, and so I just started posting pictures, and people were, you know, they were kind of getting a little, like, what is going on? And some people were getting angry and saying, don't you know you're beautiful just the way you are? So I thought, I'll step back and do one blog entry about my condition and explain the treatments and do the best I can, and then I'll go back to my regular posting and it ended up being this thing that people were super interested in and one post turned into two two turned into four and now it's primarily what I blog about because I I never realized until that moment that so many people were interested and that I had a story in my physical difference and what is your birthmark it's called a port wine stain which is basically uh, has like an like larger blood vessels and a lot of people think it's just a skin thing but it's it's not it's vascular it um not all cases but in some cases such as mine it also affects like my brain and my teeth and my eye so I have glaucoma which means I have high blood pressure in my eye and I have to do eye drops twice a day to make sure I don't go blind and I get migraines and I do MRIs to make sure that there's not you know, extra growth happening or that I'm in danger for seizures, which a lot of people have. It's when when it affects the eye and brain, it's called Serge Weber syndrome. And so there's a lot more to vascular birthmarks than what a lot of people realize. Uh, So every day you're dealing with other issues besides just going out into the world and, and asking people to you know, show kindness. I'm, I'm not quite sure why we have decided we've got this idea of what is acceptable and what isn't acceptable. Um, mm-hmm. It's always confused me. <laughs> yeah, personally. yeah, I get that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, so when you started to do this, on, did you receive other stories from other people about their the conditions in their blog, life? Yeah, the, the more I started to blog, the more I, I started hearing other people's stories. Um, it wasn't until a couple of years ago I discovered they're like, 30 Facebook groups for people with birthmarks, like support groups. And um, and so I joined a bunch of those, heard stories there. But a lot of people will email me, and they'll tell me their stories. And even if they don't have a birthmark, they still email me and say they relate in some way. And, you know, there's the variety of, you know, some people were put makeup at the age of two by their parents and women who are forced to wear makeup to bed because their husbands don't want to see their birthmark when they wake up to just, you know, being encouraged without really sharing much of their story. So I get, I, I mean, I get a wide variety of responses and it's encouraging to hear other people's stories. And a lot of people I realize feel very voiceless, like nobody will listen and they want to have that confidence and that courage to speak out and to even share pictures of themselves on social media, but they feel like they can't. And so I was telling my friend the other day, I was like, fine, until they feel like they have a voice, I will scream it out for them until they start to whisper. So, it, yeah, uh-huh. it's just interesting to hear from people around the world. I'll say that again. I like that. I like that screaming it out. 
Uh, I'll, yeah, I'll just scream out my own voice until other people start whispering and joining in. So, oh, yeah. that that is beautiful. That I mean, that is um, living so big in the world. Just so being willing to um, to show others that they have permission. Sometimes mm-hmm. people need to have permission to have a voice. I found. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, and there's others like me that have a voice when sometimes people are like, you shouldn't use your voice quite so much. But I, I don't listen to that. I like knowing that I can have a voice. <laughs> My family says the same thing to me, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, you know, someone else isn't going to speak up for it. I will. I'm the yeah. one on the bus speaking up for the underdog all the time. And sometimes my, my children will say, Mom, you're not that big. You shouldn't take on that big of a person. And, you know, <laughs> when I step into the power of what I have to say to defend another human being, I am big. Yeah, so true. So. But yeah, no, like my family, like, I mean, they love what I'm doing, but, so, but in general, just in everyday life since I was a kid, they're like, you talk a lot. <laughs> and um, so I'm like, well, good thing I'm deciding to be a speaker because, you know, that's in writing. I can talk a lot without talking your ears off. <laughs> that sounds like it's one of your gifts, one of the gifts that came into the world with you. Yeah, and it was funny because I was actually 16 and I was hearing one of my favorite authors and speakers and singers share her story, um, Natalie Grant, and I thought to myself, that's what I want to do. I want to be a speaker. I like. I want to encourage others. But instantly I told myself, eh, but I don't, I don't have a story to tell. And I totally forgot about this dream. And um, I went viral on Facebook two years ago after being turned into a meme. And about six months before that happened, I actually started to like be, you know what, I want to be a speaker. I want to be a speaker. And, it, you know, it took several years for that dream and that idea to come back. And so I'm really glad it did. Well, for someone such as myself that's not really um, knowing the language of the Internet so well and maybe other people listening, what does it mean? What does a meme mean? What is that definition um, of that? So basically, it's, you know, it's a picture where people add text to it. And so a common one is grumpy cat where there's this picture of this cat who looks really grumpy. And the text might say something like, I tried smiling once. It was awful. And so it's also the one that I had, um, it was after, it was a picture of me after a treatment. And my birthmark was really purple, really swollen. I had Vaseline on my face. I just looked a hot mess. But luckily, I remembered to like pluck my eyebrows that day. Um, And so they, someone took my picture and added their logo to my, the corner of my photo and the text one like equals beautiful. Meaning if people like this image on social media, if they hit that like button, that means she is beautiful. That validates her beauty. And I was like, that's doesn't make any sense like that's that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard but um that's basically a meme like one like equals a prayer um there's a whole variety Alex at Target was a big thing some girls thought this guy was cute who works at Target and he went viral and they turned him into a meme added their text to it it was it's um yeah it's it's one of the social media cultural things so how do you feel about having others validate your beauty I think that it's principle. stupid. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I mean, you know, a lot of people can be encouraging, but in this situation, the pictures around mine were premature babies, kids with cancer. Um, and I read, I mean, I went, yeah, I went viral to 30 million people, and I sat and I read about 30,000 comments because, like, what else do I have to do, right? And uh, 
I, I read until my computer spazzed out and said, bro, you're like, you're done. You're, you've got to stop. And it, you know, in this situation, it was a lot of mockery. And I just felt like, why do we, why in the society do we feel like we have to validate other people's beauty or our own by the amount of likes we get? Like, that's not what beauty is about. And, um, it's, it's not about the likes. It's not about, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It's just an interesting culture. Yeah, I I found lately I, when I'm doing some inner work that I have come to the truth when I'm taking 100% accountability that I validate my beauty on what men think about me. And mm-hmm. I thought, wow, that's pretty, that's going to be up and down roller coaster all the time. And do I want to yeah. be going on that up and down roller coaster of being validated by what others think about me? Right. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah. Who wants to be I, on that ride? Like, I mean, I love roller coasters, but not that kind. Like, that's not my favorite <laughs> kind at all. <laughs> no, and I, I think a lot of people do out there validate their beauty on what the opposite sex thinks about mm-hmm. them. Um, so what tips would you have to finding that inner beauty so that you, you don't, I wouldn't be doing that or someone else wouldn't be doing that? What tips would you give me if I were telling you that my days are run by whether or not some man on the street thinks I'm beautiful or not? How would you guide me? and to see my inner beauty? Well, you know, one of the things I noticed, because after I went viral, um, I kind of went on a bunch of celebrities' Facebook pages. Some of my favorites, um, Candace Cameron Bure, Natalie Grant, Brad Pitt. Well, he's not necessarily my favorite, but I went to his page. And, you know, I look at all these gorgeous people. They're beautiful. And they're super talented. And they're being very vulnerable by putting their gifts in the world. And I read through some of the comments, just curious, and I realized no matter who you are, whether you're the Pope, the President, Candace Cameron Bure, or Brad Pitt, um, you know, there's always going to be somebody who has something to say, like unkind. And so no matter who you are, you're not immune to it, even if you're a star and a celebrity and the whole world knows your name. Um, And so that was a big awakening for me to realize, you know what? It doesn't matter who you are, and really, that that's important to be and to be secure to be secure in who you are, and to know you are so much more than your appearance. Appearance is all, we're always changing. Like we're we're all getting older. We're all growing. We're all um, it's always changing, and we're so much more than our appearance. We're about our gifts and our passions, and you know, even the most beautiful person can speak and instantly just become not pleasant to look at because of how they talk and so really it's not so much about how we look but it's about what we say it's about what we do wow that's that's really really inspiring to to i know i was listening to um something oprah said about age when you said age because that's one of the issues (laughs) that Mm -hmm. i deal with and uh, age um she said Aging makes me know that my time that I have left is more precious than anything. So when you're dealing with these these issues about I'm not beautiful enough, I'm not skinny enough, I'm not I'm the right age, all those I'm nots that come out there. When you go out and you're talking to people and you're and you're talking, I understood in front of schools and stuff, what are you telling them about those I'm not I'm the I nots that you may not be using that I not language, but what are you teaching them about changing the I not to I am? Um, I, you know, I, a lot of kids, I mean, they do struggle with the insecurities and being bullied and 
So I, you know, I encourage them to write a list about why they're wonderful and beautiful and great. And I encourage them to write like five or six things, however many things they want to write, really, so that on those days when they struggle, they're like, you know what? I, you know, I'm good at this. I'm good at that. Like, I'm a rock star. Maybe I'm not the best uh, person at math, but I'm a great writer. Or maybe I'm not a great writer, but I'm a great musician. And, you know, we're all different in our own ways, and some of us wear our differences on the outside, and it's okay. And being different and having our different gifts, it makes the world go round, and it makes it a more beautiful place. And, I mean, I feel like for me, it took so long for me to fully embrace my gifts because in my head I was like, I'm not a musician. I'm not musical. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. And when I fully started to, like, really embrace my gifts, that's and who I was as I was, like, that, for me, that's when I was able to really start to dare to dream God-sized dreams and dare to change the world. And so for us to dare to dream and to change the world, we have to really embrace who we are as we are from the internal to the external. So what is one of your God-sized dreams? Um, one of the gifts you're taking and how are you using it to help others? What I like that God-sized dream, by the way. That's that's another great quote you're using. So I like that. So Thanks. what is your God-sized dream? Um, I have a lot. I actually have a board in my room that I look at every day. And I um, also have a notebook. But my board only holds a few, so that's why I have a notebook, too. Um, I would love to do a TED Talk or, like, go on the Ellen Show or, you know, I, I'm working on some writing projects that I would love to have published. Um, and I want to be, you know, I, I do speak and I do write, and that's what I would love to do full-time if the opportunity allowed. And, um, yeah, no, I just I have a ton of dreams and collaborating with certain people um, out there in the world that I've never met but hope to one day to have that honor. Um, yeah, I don't know. I have like a lot. I could go on about that, so I probably shouldn't. But the, the, you know, it's a lengthy list. But I'm not, you know, I'm not slowing down. That's the plan. <laughs> so, what what are some of the processes you use to bring those dreams into reality? I, I uh, to make it happen. Um, well, you know, truthfully, to backtrack a little bit, if that's okay. Like the yes. God Place Dream Board. After I went viral, I struggled a lot, and I went into some really dark places. And um, one of my friends, Angie, um, who I think is listening, maybe, um, she, you know, she, we talked on the phone and she said, you know, you have to decide which crystal you're going to be. Are you going to be the self-pity crystal or are you going to be the one who overcomes and does something with it? And so in that moment, I realized I needed to wake up and to get out of this darkness and to turn on the light myself if I had to. And um, I decided to make a God-sized dream board because there were days where I felt like this is terrible, nothing good is going to come of it, to God is going to do something great. It's going to be awesome. He has plans. Um, And so I made this board so that every morning I woke up with the self-pity days, I could see the bigger picture instead of the tiny puzzle pieces. Um, And so I think, you know, having the board is, is just beneficial and really to accomplish some of these dreams is really to just keep going and to focus on the positive. And Jack Canfield, uh, one of the creators of Chicken Soup for the Soul, he has this thing of, like, do five things a day that gets you closer to your goal. Like, if you're not doing anything at all to get you to any of your goals, like, they're not going to happen. You have to keep moving. Um, And so that's, I mean, one of the biggest things is to just keep moving and to just keep dreaming no matter what other people say. Wonderful. A, a God-sized dream board and keep going. I hope my listeners are listening because you're giving them some pointers on, um, on where to go next to do to be able to live their God-sized dreams. 
So um, there was an art project that you had done with 50 artists. That um, Can you tell me about that experience and what, what happened when you went out and had people draw your picture? Um, I was walking in New York City one day for the very first time, and I saw these artists, and I thought, what would happen if I asked them to draw me? And I thought, nah, that's a dumb idea. Because I was like, but in my head, I was like, what would this conversation look like? Would they include my birthmark? Would they not? And eventually, I took on the project for about four or five months and had 50 artists around the world draw me. And um, I had people from Venezuela to uh, Mexico to Canada to India to Pakistan draw me. And it was a really cool project. And some of them at first, it was initially to see if they would include my birthmark without my asking. And eventually, I just transitioned to uh, specifically saying that they can celebrate the birthmark to please include it and be as creative as they wanted to be. And I got some really gorgeous pieces. Um, and it was really cool. And I call it Embrace You, which is kind of the phrase I was using earlier, because I realized that um, so often we look in the mirror and we don't like what we see. It's a bad hair day, acne breakout, we've been bullied, somebody said something unkind, or we've never been friends with our reflection. Yet 50 artists have drawn me, and looking at them, at all the pieces, because some did more than one, none of the artists drew me exactly the same way. So no matter what I see when I look in the mirror, that's not necessarily what the rest of the world sees. Like I might be focusing on my hair and making that the definition of my appearance of the day or whatever, but the world sees the whole package. They, they have their own perspectives. And it was really an enlightening experience. Ah, they have their own perspective. So everyone out there is going to reflect back what they want to see in you? Yeah, pretty that's, much. I think sometimes that's, that's, that's the case. That's really important to remember. So where can people go and see um, the, 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 the artist's drawings of you to see about your blog? Where can they find you? Um, so I have a page on Facebook people can like. Um, if they look up Crystal Hodges, it should, I think it's easy to find. Um, but I also have a website, um, crystalhodges.com. Uh, my name's spelled with a C, C-R-Y-S-T-A-L. Um, but, and from there, it links to my blog, which also links to my social media. So Instagram, Twitter, I'm everywhere. Oh, great. And I know I just typed in Crystal Hodges, and I found you all over the place. So that's, go go and look at this. Go look and see um, what the artist um, portrayed, and there's pictures, there's amazing differences. And I like how you wrote underneath each one of them what that meant to you. So listeners, you can go in and see how um, Crystal felt about the pictures that she saw. That's pretty inspiring um, to, to really help us to, to know how to step into the true beauty that we are. There are 10 things that you wanted children growing up with physical differences to know. Can you tell us some of those? Yeah, I think it's, you know, um, one of the big ones for me was that they have a voice. They need to know they have a voice. And everybody expresses it differently. Sometimes it's writing. Sometimes it's starting a YouTube channel and singing or writing songs or making videos. Whatever it is, however it's portrayed, photography, art, we all have a voice, and, you know, people are willing to listen if you're willing to be vulnerable and put it out there. Um, and people, you know, you can change the world. I mean, even just a year ago, because recently People Magazine and the Today Show, um, they had articles about my story. A year ago, I never would have imagined that. And so hopefully, you know, it's changed somebody's perception of beauty. Um, 
And also, like, you know, sometimes you have your good days and your bad days with your health. Like, you have your migraines, in my case, or um, whatever the health condition is. Like, sometimes you have your your awesome days and you have your bad days where you barely survive. And both days are okay because, I mean, like, if, they're, if somebody with a physical difference is listening, you're still here. Like, you are, you've made it this far and I think it's worth celebrating every, like, milestone and over moment of overcoming. Like, it's worth it, and you're worth it. And um, so, that's, I mean, those are just a few of the things. But, yeah, there's a whole list of ten things um, on my blog. But those are, I think, three of them. Wonderful. And how important is humor? Because you said you used humor to deal with this. Oh, yeah, I love humor. It's, like, my favorite thing. It's actually, for me, it's it's kind of my coping mechanism because sometimes I'll go out in public and somebody will say something to me and I'll come home and I'll be like, mom, this is what was said. And this is, um, this is what was said. And this is how I responded, but this is how I wanted to respond. And I, I have plenty of like birthmark jokes and like there are certain colors I won't wear because a girl has to color coordinate and certain colors just don't <laughs> mesh with my face very well. Like they clash. And, um, and so we just, we, we are constantly making jokes in my house. Um, I, I think it's important to laugh. It's kind of part of the, you know, looking for something positive every day. And the, like two of my goals, find something positive every day and find a way to laugh at least once, minimal. Like find a way to laugh because it's just, it's important to have that joy in your life. Wonderful. That, um, so you call this project Embrace You, Embrace mm-hmm. You, and I, I really becoming friends with your reflection. Those are those are things I want to be able to keep sharing those those statements you've made because the importance of becoming friends with your reflection. Have you become friends with your reflection, Crystal? Um. Yeah. I. You know. Truthfully, I never struggled with my confidence at all with in regards to the birthmark. Um, a lot of people assume that you know people with physical differences they most you know, automatically do struggle, but I never really went through that, which is very rare from my, you know, observations, but, um, I didn't really struggle with it until I went viral. Um, because again, I went through those dark days and I started questioning everything. And I even wondered like, should I be wearing makeup? Am I making my life more difficult by not hiding my birthmark? And then I realized, you know, a little bit of foundation on my cheeks can't be the foundation of my beauty. And, and my, and my confidence. And so I, through thanks to the help of friends who would like keep me accountable and ask me hard questions and say, Crystal, you got to choose which Crystal you're going to be. And even a friend wrote a song about my story. It just, they lifted me back up and got me back to embracing who I was as I was. And so, yeah, like, I mean, I've, I went through a temporary struggle and I'm back pretty much to where I was. So I'm glad. I think these struggles are important. They help us um, to redefine our path and make us stronger as we come through them. I I Mm -hmm. found that has been true in so much of of my life. When I'm in the struggle, I hate it. But once I get through it, I'm really grateful for it. Yeah, no, and it definitely, I mean, it helps you grow and learn and it, it opens that door to encourage others. Like somebody, I remember writing a post once on one of my really dark days, and I don't remember what all I posted But I just said, guys, I just feel so broken. I just feel shattered right now. And somebody wrote back to me, and I wish I could remember who said it, but they said, you know, it's okay to be broken because that just means there are more cracks for the light to shine. And I was like, y'all, you're keeping me afloat. (laughs) 
That is so great. That is wonderful. Um, I want to talk just before we go about something you said earlier that I took a little note about. It says, you said about being, I am great. When you're telling children to go and anyone, adults, all all of us to say, I am great. I noticed that when I was working with women in the shelter and I'd ask them, tell me the good things about you. They struggled so hard. They were so on top of it to tell me what was wrong. And we would Mm -hmm. play this game that said, tell me that you're great because I grew up in a family where you were told you were arrogant if you were to, to, to go out and use and say all the great things you're great at. I'd like to change that. So what is your opinion about that and, and inspire us with, with it's okay to be great? Yeah, I mean, I think it's everybody has great things about them. Like they do, it's, they're there, maybe it's buried it's so deep you can't see it in yourself. And really, I think that's kind of the importance of, you know, if you see something great in somebody else, you need to speak up because you don't necessarily know where they are mentally. You don't know if they're struggling with that or struggling with the depression or feeling insecure or whatever. If You know, maybe they've grown up their whole life and you don't know it and they've been told they're not good enough or they've never been cheered on to say you are great at soccer you are great at math or whatever and so I think it's as a society it's important to tweet to our friends and send a snap on snapchat or post on facebook or write an old school like snail mail card with a wax seal on the back or give them a call and say you know what I just want to let you know you make me laugh you um you make my day a brighter place or you are a great pianist. Like, I think it's just important that we, as a society, take that on to encourage and, you know, help other people know that they have worth and they have value and it's, it's seen and it's heard. So, Crystal, what are you great at? Um, I really like to write, and so I feel like that's one of my stronger gifts, and uh, I'm great at photography, I think. So, um, those are probably two of my two of my things I would probably add you're a great public speaker oh thanks (laughs) I like to make truffles Um, a lot of people like that so um, because then they get to eat it too but I I love making truffles (laughs) wonderful so um I think it's going to be a great thing to go out and say we're great I mean I'm I'm great at bringing out the best in people and um and inspiring them and helping I see the beauty in everyone around me and I'm starting to see the beauty in me. That's exciting. That's exciting. Yeah, and that people is. like you are helping me do that. Well, I'm glad my story and my journey has encouraged you because I mean, one of my big things I keep telling people as opportunities come up, like really, if I can encourage one person, if I can ch- change one person's world, then that makes everything worth it and who knows how they can change the rest of the world. And so if one person can be encouraged, that's, that's the goal. So you hit on you're going to write a book. What what will mm-hmm. it be about? Um, so I am working on a book about the experience of going viral and stuff that has come up since. Um, like, you know, the UK contacted me about being on a show called Too Ugly for Love and writing about the dating aspect of my life and the lack of. And um, writing on what that meant to me to be, you know, asked to be on the show too Ugly for Love or The Undateable actually was another name. Um, and just writing about the whole journey, really, the positives, the highs, the lows. And um, I'm also working on another writing project. And um, hopefully, I, you know, I'm waiting to hear back from some people on that one. So I might have another project um, 
book-wise coming up, but I'm waiting to find that out. So uh, it's one of those stay tuned kind of things. Well, until then, we can go look at you on your blog. Um, give a spill on your blog one more time. So those are listening. Might be just coming in. Yeah, um, crystalhodges.com, C-R-Y-S-T-A-L-H-O-D-G-E-S. And that's my official website, but from there, it has a link to my blog, and also um, it should on the contact page, which if not, it's on my blog as well, um, my social media to Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, basically everywhere, Snapchat, yeah. Great. Is there anything you'd like to leave with my listeners before we go? Um, I just uh, hope that everybody is having a beautiful day and that they, you know, are able to find the positive in the day if they're not um, and find a way to laugh and to take care of themselves and just to be encouraged um, because, you know, I just hope everybody is like embracing who they are as they are because, again, we're all different and um, some of us wear differences on the outside and being different is beautiful. And um, I think we need to embrace that as a society and realize the awesomeness in that. Thank you so much, Crystal. It was a privilege having you on the show, and I'm so glad that you're out there sharing this message with everybody. Well, thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. I had a good time. Okay, great. Well, hopefully we'll talk to you again later. And um, now we're going to take a few minutes to go into a meditation. We haven't done that for a little while, so we're going to take the last part of the show to do that today, to do a visualization meditation. Um, Before we do that, I want to let you know, I just came back from doing a, a, a very great conference with Jack Canfield and I will leave on Sunday to go do the one-on-one with him in Santa Barbara where he's going to do an interview with me actually he's going to interview me so I'll have that all on my my site so you can go and look at that and I just want to encourage you again to go in to healingart.kp and just leave me a line saying that I'm ready if you just put I'm ready I'm going to send you one of the tools and techniques and action steps that I give to my clients and if you take this action step I guarantee it's going to change your life and it will bring you into a place of living an inspired life and and then um, when we come back and talk next week I will have all this inspiring information from Jack Canfield that we're going to share um, with you as um, I'm creating this book called um, Four Keystone Principles for Creating an Inspiring Life Healing the Shattered Pieces of Your Life and Making it a Beautiful Mosaic we've been talking about that on the radio the awareness, the education, the action and support so at healingart.kp leave me a, uh, I'm just a, a message saying I'm ready and I will give you the action step and technique. And you can always go to my website for more information. We are, we are just creating a new website, so I'm really excited about that. That should be up in the next week. It will be easier to negotiate and find things. I'm so grateful to be here on the radio. It's been an inspiring place for me to grow. So now what I want you to do is to take your feet, put them on the ground, ground yourself into a position where you sit back in your chair and take a deep breath. Breathe all the way into our heart, breathing that air in, breathing in all of the energy from our higher source, from our universal source, bringing up through the earth the energy 
that comes into our heart through our breath. We're connecting with the earth and we're connecting with our higher source, becoming one with the universalness of all and the earth that we came from. Bringing that energy into your heart through your breath. Breath is the most vital, important part, and sometimes we forget to use it. So follow your breath in. Releasing any tension out with your exhale. Coming in contact with your divine birthright, with your divine being of inspirational love. In your heart resides that love, that place that you go to where you feel safe. For me, it's in a garden. For you, it can be anywhere that you feel safety. Come into that spot with your breath. Allow yourself to feel the energy of that love around you, that divine love, the birthright love of who you truly are. The true I am. And with your visual mind, Create a bubble outside of you and allow that bubble to take any thoughts of who you think you should be, what you think you should look like, any stories about what it means to be a man or a woman, put in that bubble with your breath, the mirror of what you think perfection should look like, the body size, the actions, anything that you've been told is what you are supposed to be, allow it to go to that bubble. And then with one big whoosh of your hand, let that bubble go. And have a mirror appear in front of you and see, see without your body, pain body, the true divine beauty of who you are. You are divinely blessed. You are a being of love and light. You are the divine beauty that you see reflected around you in a sunset. You are the divine beauty that is reflected around you in the sunrises, in the flowers, in all the beauty that is there. That is you truly who you are. Take that in your heart with your breath and just pat your heart and know that is truly who you are. I see that divine beauty in each one of you when I pass you on the street. And I hope you see the divine beauty in me as I'm seeing it in myself, reflecting back to everyone around you who you truly are. I invite you to go in to healingart.com and let me know that you are ready. You are ready to take the next step and I will send you a technique that will take you into a place of creating that divine beauty of who you truly, truly are. I so grateful for being here on the radio with you every week and sharing with you this journey that we are taking together, this divine journey, a spiritual journey together, the sacredness of who we really truly are. Join me each week at Welcome to the Mosaic Garden as I bring inspiring people on to share their stories as well so that we can see the divine in who we all truly are. Thank you for this time that you gave to me today. May the love of light always shine within you this week and may we be together next week. Namaste. Thank you for listening to Welcome to the Mosaic Garden. Christy Ellen hopes that you will join her on another journey next Tuesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. 